the Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs chapter 11 and verse 11 By the blessing of the upright the city is exalted, but it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. Hear the words of God and Solomon again. By the blessing of the upright the city is exalted, but it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. You can benefit your city or nation more than politicians can. Your prayers are more influential than their debates or promises. Righteous prayer to the right God changes things. You can raise a city or nation to greatness, but the worldly media, educational system, or entertainment industry can destroy it. Cities or nations are preserved and prospered by the righteous citizens in them, but they are undermined and impoverished by wicked citizens. Political prosperity depends on godly men and their prayers. The long-term civil success of a city or nation requires righteous men begging God for its blessing. To the contrary, the arrogant, foolish, or profane mouths of the wicked will bring a state to ruin. This political axiom is certain. Believe it for your own comfort and understanding, or reject it to your own ignorance and peril. Do not let the sinful media corrupt your understanding by what they say. Adam Smith in 1776 tried to discover why some nations are rich and others are poor, but his book, The Wealth of Nations, did not consider this proverb. He was too busy noting minor and secondary factors like division of labor, price mechanisms, wage rates, land rents, capital formation, import laws, forms of government, the role of agriculture, and so forth. Like all educated humanists, he could not see the forest due to the trees. The Lord God Jehovah determines which cities or nations shall prosper and those that shall not. He favors those men who fear and honor Him. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, and the people whom He hath chosen for His own inheritance. David wrote in Psalm 33 and verse 12. David also wrote in Psalm 9 and verse 17, The wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. And the God under consideration here is the only living and true God, Jehovah of the Bible. Let God be true, but every man a liar. Adam Smith missed most of the equation. Hear these words from Solomon in four different Proverbs. Righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Scornful men bring a city into a snare, but wise men turn away wrath. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice, but when the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. For the transgression of a land, many are the princes thereof, but by a man of understanding and knowledge, the state thereof shall be prolonged. About four thousand years ago, the Lord God discussed with Abraham the total destruction of Sodom, Gomorrah, and other cities 
for their obvious sex perversions. Abraham reasoned that the righteous should not be destroyed with the wicked, and that a holy God would show mercy for the sake of the upright in the city. The Lord agreed to spare the city for only ten righteous souls. Ten upright souls were not found, so the city was annihilated by fire. What is the blessing of the upright in this proverb that exalts a city? Proverbs often have two clauses to be compared. The second clause indicates it is the speech of the wicked that destroys cities. Their foolish talk reduces the wisdom of a city, and their haughty words bring God's judgment. Therefore, the conclusion is that the upright exalt a city by their virtuous speech and fervent prayers. By wise counsel and holy advice, they ennoble the city. By fervent prayers from righteous hearts, they bring God's blessings that exalt a city. History confirms the proverb. Babel was an early kingdom described in Genesis chapters 10 and 11, but God confounded their building program due to arrogant speech. Pharaoh's treasure cities of Python and Ramses were devastated within and without for his proud rebellion. Babylon thought she would sit a queen city forever, but the Persians took her in just one night, and she was eventually reduced to her present condition of desolate mounds. The rulers of Jerusalem crucified Jesus Christ, and he leveled their city forty years later. History confirms the proverb. Alexander the Great plundered and then destroyed the great Persian city of Persepolis in 330 B.C. Compare today's versions of Athens and Alexandria to the cities they once were. Greece was overthrown. What remains of the great cities of Nineveh and Tyre today? Where is the Roman Empire? Italy does not compare at all. What happened to the cities of the Mayans and Aztecs? What did all these cities have in common? They wickedly boasted in their abilities and their pagan deities. Modern history also confirms the proverb. How could it be said of a small island, the sun never sets on the British Empire? Because England had more God-fearing people per capita than any other, and its government authorized the greatest translation of the Bible ever made. Read that Bible's dedication or preface. Explore Guy Fawkes' day of Great Britain to grasp a nation's convictions, and you will not wonder why the Spanish Armada failed so miserably. Of course, with the great decline of true religion on that island, she is now nothing compared to her glorious past. What of America? Founded by godly souls fleeing oppression in Europe, it offered the greatest religious liberty ever seen in the world. Churches flourished and multiplied. Pulpits declared Bible truth on every subject. Evangelistic endeavors spread to the whole world. The government defended or promoted the religion of Jehovah God and Jesus Christ. From a wilderness inhabited by animistic savages, it soon dominated the world by any measure. As it turned humanist in the last century, it also began its descent into oblivion. What is the lesson of the proverb? The political prayers of the righteous can bless a city or nation. The arrogant speech of the wicked 
will bring a city or nation to ruin. Jeremiah explained to the Jews captive in Babylon that if they prayed for the peace of Babylon, they could enjoy peace in that wicked city for their families. This is found in Jeremiah chapter 29, verses 4 through 7. Paul confirmed this wisdom by teaching men to pray for the rulers of the Roman Empire in 1 Timothy chapter 2, the first two verses. The prophet Isaiah once saw the glory of God, and he was immediately convicted for the unclean speech of his own lips and that of his countrymen. He knew that he was undone for his foolish words. The Lord had mercy on Isaiah and cleansed him from his sin. But have you confessed your own foolish and rebellious words? Or do you foolishly think God will overlook your speech? Think again. Only the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man changes things. Confess your sins today. Christian listener, have you prayed for your two cities? First, this proverb teaches you to pray for the city where you live, as Babylon in the days of Jeremiah. This is wisdom from heaven for the preservation and prosperity of your city. The great and dreadful God might spare your city for your blessings on it. Second, you should pray for your heavenly city, the New Jerusalem, of which all true believers are citizens. The only hope for America, or any other nation, is for the godly citizens within it to pray as God told Solomon and to trust God to bless Paul's rule. God said to Solomon in 2 Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 14, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Prayer does change things. Amen.